rants. Life and motherhood uncensored. Welcome back to Mama Rants with Elle and Allie. Hey girl, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, it has been, I'm doing, it's just been quite an interesting like couple weeks, like between, you know, your vacation, my vacation, vacations inside that vacation. So it's just been like kind of a shit show and I feel like there's so much to catch up on. How are you? I know. Oh, (laughs) and at least like we got to see each other in the middle of that, but we obviously didn't get to record. So it'll be fun to update some of our listeners on what's been going on. Um, We're doing good. Um, (laughs) To start off with, you know, uh, I'll go with my my mom fail I'm going to start off with. And that's because the good has a huge asterisk on the end of it because somehow my son caught a nasty viral infection at the very end of our vacation and came home with it. So this last week, my poor boy has probably been the sickest he's ever been, although he was negative for everything they could test for. Um, but that would be my mom fail is that my, my poor thing has been, uh, going through the ringer this week and has, well, last Uh. week and has finally turned the corner now. All in all, we had a great vacation. I put my airport tips and tricks, um, you know, to the test for a second time. And as far as Mm -hmm. my mom win, I'm going to say it was a hundred percent the airport ride or the airport and the airplane ride. Um, B-Man did amazingly well. Um, I put up a reel on our social media um, with some of my tips for being on the plane. We were super lucky and Southwest is what we flew. There was nobody in between us. So like the first ride there, there wasn't a lot of people, but um you know, on the way there, what really helped was we used the bungee straps for everything. We attached them to like the tray mm-hmm. table um, with his cup, with his toys, and also had tablet for him. Uh, this time for some Miss Rachel, I used the suction cup uh, spinners on the window And he had a great time. Mm. He flew wonderfully. Even coming home, he did really well um, for not feeling the best. And we only had one cranky moment where he started crying. Of course, when we're about to land and I'm worried about his ears, but um, I'm trying to breastfeed him and he's like popping on and off and he had fallen asleep. So he woke up massively cranky because it was interruption of nap. I'm not where I want to be. Mom's not holding me the right way. And of course the dreaded, oh my gosh, I'm surrounded by parents with kids too. And mine is the only one crying. So I'm sitting here like, oh no, please, please, babe. Like, it'll be okay. Like, (laughs) just pop on my boob, watch Miss Rachel, do something like feel better, like get into this groove and you know, finally he settled back down and, and went back to sleep. But, you know, it's it's always nerve wracking when you're in public and the kids start to cry. <laughs> um, yeah, all yes. And that's what that's when they act the freaking craziest is when there's all these other people around and then you're like 
so like stressed out. I mean, like it doesn't trust me out the fact that she's crying, but it's like all these other opinions around you that could possibly mm-hmm. say something to you, make you feel shittier than you already do. Oh my gosh. Yes. This is awful. <laughs> yes, you are exactly right. So start us off with you. I mean, we have been away for two whole weeks now and um, tell us about your trip and your vacation and your little one turning too. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. The fact that she turned two is like, where did time go? Yes. Um, first of all, like it just, it didn't feel real. Not even like now it doesn't feel real that I have a two-year-old. It just like it hits me sometimes when she really like full on will say like, like a whole thing, like, mommy, I want Lala. And I'm like, how, like, who, like, who are you? Like you went from this like stranger who just cried at me to now you like full on speak English to me. And it's just really, really wild. But we had, it the birthday party was great. It was too groovy theme. Time is a theme. Yes. And uh, it was great. What was, tell us about the party. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, you're, it was uh, too groovy too groovy themed yeah and um you know we got everybody you know matching shirts and everybody said like groovy mama groovy dada groovy aunt bubble groovy aunt sassy then we did a, a disney trip like mid week so her party was after disney but um so we did like a a good two-day disney thing so we just popped over stayed the night but how did it go this time it was just like I don't know. It, I, I don't know what happened if it was just like she's two now, so things are changing. I have no idea. But literally, we were at Animal Kingdom walking around. We knew that she wouldn't be taking a nap this day. And, you know, our, our last Disney trip, it was it was a guns a-blazing. We had to take her back to the hotel so she could take a nap. Well, we weren't even able to check in until 4 o'clock. So we knew she wasn't taking a nap unless we took her out to the car seat in hopes that she did. So, like I said, we just went in, like, knowing she wasn't going to get one. We had planned to get back to the mm-hmm. hotel to get her in bed by, like, 8.30-ish. Um, well, we were walking through, like, Pandora, and then all of a sudden, like, my kid started looking like she had been, like, drugged. Like, her <laughs> eyes were so heavy. Her head was falling. Like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, she's about to zonk the fuck out. What am I going to do? Like, what if she falls asleep right now at 6 30 like what does that mean for bedtime does that mean midnight does that mean she's still gonna be tired like I am panicking so I'm just like you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay her back and see what happens so I lay the freaking thing down out out like a freaking light and she has never once in her entire life fallen asleep in her stroller so for her to do this was like I didn't even know what to do and I was just like let's just get where we're going um Mm -hmm. so we got to you know Pandora the Navi River journey ride thing Mm -hmm. time to park the stroller she had gotten like a 20 minute or in and I'm like I guess pick her up and see if she falls asleep on her shoulder if she doesn't we're rolling with it and surprisingly she was like initially a little bit like a Eh, like I don't really want to be awake but like I what she calls is the mouse house she realized she was still at the mouse house so it was still like all all fair game having a grand old time and so we go into the ride and you know we have we're there we're chilling the park closes at eight so we're kind of hopping around starting to rain um and then we get her back by, you know, 8, 8.30, out by 9, and she slept her normal all throughout the night. So that was pretty crazy. And I'm like, there's never going to be a chance it's going to happen again. Well, sure as shit, it happens the next day. <laughs> like, literally, we're at the Hollywood Studios, and 
Brent was walking around like test track, like underneath in like the gift shop while me and my mother-in-law and my sister-in-laws were upstairs, like riding the ride. And we come out and he's like, baby sleeping. Like, (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like he's sitting underneath this ride and it's loud as hell. And she's just like sleeping. And I'm like, this is absolutely crazy. Like I am all for it. But like, it is so crazy. So I'm hoping this is like a, this is something she's going to carry over to future Disney trips, future everyday life. Like God, it would just make my life so much easier. So yeah, that was, I would say, I don't have a mom win that I can think of, but we're going dad win and, you know, getting baby to pass out at Disney, like pretty crazy. So, (laughs) but that was fun. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, well also while we were at Disney, um, my car got hit. (gasps) I don't know if I told you. Somebody, yeah, somebody hit my car. Oh. Um, <clears throat> that was, it was fun. It was, I, it, thankfully it wasn't like a, like a head on collision or anything. It was really just him being like the, you know how in Disney, like, I guess it's not, well, if you've been to yes. Disney, you like, you know how the cast members file you into your mm-hmm. spot, like, and the spots are made for a fucking moped. They're not made for no. a, a fucking Honda Passport who's a little bit wide. Okay. Yeah. So you know, like I'm, I'm very cognizant of when I pull in, like I usually let the driver get out so they can swing their door all the way open to get out and you're not going to hit my car. So, you know, I let him get out of his car. I pulled forward. Well, I didn't realize he had to go to the back. And so I, he lets me pull oh, in no. and then he looks at me, goes to the back door, swings that bitch open, oh my hits my car, dents my car. And I look at my mom, who's also in the front seat and I'm driving. I'm like, did he just hit my car? And she's like, yep. And I'm like, no. No, he didn't. So I get out of the car and I'm like, um, you just hit my car. And he's like, no, I did not. Like it's immediately defensive. No, I did not. You sure did. He's like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, I did not. I'm like, yeah, you really did. I was like, we're all in that car. We heard it. You hit my car. We, you moved my vehicle when you hit it. I was like, there's a dent there. Like I'm losing my mind at this point. Like I'm heated. Like when it's not even like he took accountability. And I'm yeah. He wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Here's my information. Right. Yeah. So I go fucking guns a fucking blazing. And then the wife and there was no kids, just husband and wife. Wife comes around from the passenger side and she's like, he did not hit your car. I'm like, bitch, the fuck he did. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, do you see the dent? Do you you (laughs) see the dent that matches your door? Really? And he's like, no, that was there prior. I was like, I promise you it was not there prior. I promise you. And I was like, open. I was recording at this point. I'm like, open your door all the way. Open your door all the fucking way. And he's like, no. I'm like, open your door. So I open, I pull it open. And coincidentally, you know, that point of like a back door that goes yes. like right before it goes over the, you know, the back tire, that fucking point hit my car right there. And my, he had a fucking, what was it? A red or no, he had a red car and I have a silver car. And there's and red. Coincidentally, there was, there's always there was a little not paint. Red on mine, but there was, but my silver was on his on that point. So I was like, what the fuck? And so I took a pictures and video of that. And he's like, I'm not going to let you ruin my day. I'm like, bitch, you ruined mine. Okay. You're starting to ruin mine. And he's like, well, here's my, here's my information. And I'm like, okay, give it to me. Well, he gives it to me. I'm, I'm, I'm like raged, like taking pictures of it. And then he walks away and he's like, have a good day. Like, I'm not going to leave my fucking day. I'm like, goodbye. Well, then I go look at it. And this man had a, um, what was it? A Ford edge and uh, a gray Ford edge. And then the insurance information was for a F-150. So I like, 
I'm, I realized it as we were walking into the park, like probably five minutes before he, uh, after he walked away. And I was like, mom, like this is an F-150. And he, he hit me with an edge. Like, and she's like, oh, it's probably the same policy. I'm like, mom, this was from expired from June of last year. Like, I'm like, he could have jumped shit from freaking State Farm at this point. And, oh my, well, thankfully he didn't. I called State Farm, oh, made a police goodness. report. And I was just going to take pictures Did all you around call the cops? <laughs> take all the pictures. Yeah, I yeah i was like i have your vin number i have the church with your church decal like i'll call your fucking church like i will find you and i took his license plate and thankfully found him they always say i'm sure you did this but i'm gonna say it for the listeners in case they don't know whenever you get into an accident or anything like that take wide, wide pictures. Everyone always focuses on the close-up pictures and those are great. Those are needed, but you need pictures of the whole scene. You need pictures of the whole lot, where you are, where the cars are, the intersection. So just for everyone listening, like always make sure you document that. Yeah. You can never take too much. I'm so sorry. I'm glad it didn't ruin your day. (laughs) Yeah, no, it didn't. And and thankfully, like as soon as we left the park, I ended up calling yeah, State Farm and they were super great. And his, his insurance thankfully had like another policy. He still had the truck, but it was like an older car that was on his phone, thankfully. And I actually just got my car back today and it had been in the shop for uh, oh, since last week. So it wasn't goodness. it wasn't too long, but still like but now, you know, and this is another Disney hack. Uh when you if you don't want this to happen to you and you have a wider vehicle and so like you go up to a cast member and say, um, Hey, like, can I just request like an, like an end one? Like, you know, my car has got her, she's gotten her ass beat here before. I want that to not happen again. And they said, here you go park right here. And then we parked on an end cap and we were able to be like nice. three feet away from the, the car that was, that was closest to us and didn't have to worry about that. So yeah, request, um, a nice end spot and you won't have to fucking worry about people being idiots and fucking your shit up. Nice. <laughs> Did you bring cheeseburgers this time? I did not because you want to know something? We are apparently off of our freaking cheeseburger train. Oh, all right. So no. that, that fucking sucks. <laughs> it's like. It was horrible, honestly. Every time you think you got it figured out, it changes. That's parenting. It literally changes. And yeah, I like we we went um, the first day with um, a friend of mine and her family because it was her birthday. So that was that Animal Kingdom day. And we, you know, they're it, they're a bigger group. Um, and then so we're, you know, it's I'm going to the theme parks of the big group can kind of be like a little stressful because you have so many different minds. You want to go so many different places. But it was nice because it mm-hmm. helped me slow down my pace. Because when I'm so used to like being like that single Allison who would go with maybe one friend who just like wants to run and do as many things as possible. And then you have a toddler that's also trying to keep up and it's like, it's just not realistic. So it really helped me like enjoy the moment and slow down and take a deep breath. Like it's, you are a pass holder now. You don't have to run rampant through the park and try to do everything and exhaust yourself out so that was nice and and it, i feel like it helped set me up for future disney trips because the next day was so oh, calm good. and so chill because i realized i didn't have to do that <laughs> so um yeah but yeah we went to go get a freaking cheeseburger that's what led me to that but we went to che- get a cheeseburger with them for her didn't touch a cheeseburger but thankfully the the sides with the kids meal were grapes and yogurt and she demolished those um that's so that was good. cool and then on the way home we stopped and got um mac and cheese from chick-fil-a and that was her dinner so 
hey, whatever works. <laughs> so yeah, next time it just might have to be mac and cheese from uh, Chick-fil-A bringing in the park, I guess. <laughs> I mean, what, whatever you can take in, I'm all for it. Yep. Um, we had a really early flight. Uh, I don't know if you recall, but we had to be up at my house at 3 a.m. and no, make the drive. I don't remember that. Um, yes. Oh, at, no. Yes. Was it 3 a.m.? We we either had to get up at 3 or 3.30. I can't recall. Either way, it was mm. atrocious. And, of course, I worked nights the day before. <laughs> so I didn't get home until 10, and I was up packing because I needed to make sure everything was packed and ready. And you know, there's those things that you can only get last minute, like all the toiletries yep. and the stuff you'd use that day. And, you know, I, I would love, I would love to pass that on to my husband to do, but I'm just not there yet because I know, I know how he packs and it's just would totally be like, yeah. Oh, we don't need this. Oh, it'll be fine. Oh, it won't be that cold. Yeah. <laughs> And I'd be sitting there like, no, we need this. So anyways, I don't get to sleep till one. But luckily, the thought hit me while I was working. I texted Matt and I said, go and change B-Man into these short sleeve pajamas we have. You need to do this because none of us, like I picked out this cute outfit and I'm like, who the hell is going to want to change him at 3.30 in the morning? So best decision I'd ever made. It looked cute enough that it didn't totally look like pajamas. It could be like a little outfit. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was a little startled, you know, woke him up at the last second, got him into the car and, um, he calmed down real quick. And for whatever reason, he didn't take a nap, but our first trip, you know, first stop, once we landed after getting the rental car was to go do our pickups and we went and picked up the diapers, um, fruits, some pouches, puffs, of, of course, puffs, and then some stuff that I knew we were staying at my friend's house and I knew we'd go through real quick. Um, and that really, really helped. And it was just so, so nice to see him with all my friend's kids. It was, I, I yeah. finally reached it there because I really only get it with you. Yeah. Other than that, like all my friends are pretty far away. So, yeah, you know, even the ones that live here, they're still an hour and a half to two hours away. And it was just wonderful to see. We got to, I actually stayed with Jess, who was on the podcast last week. And um, she has her two kids and my kid is age wise right in the middle of her two and it was so cool to be able to see them interact together every day. And I don't know where my son got this from, but I saw the sweetest side of my son, who every time Jess's youngest, who is 11 months old right now, would be by him and be trying to play, which mind you, Jess's husband is a giant. He is super tall. So her children are super tall. So her son yeah. at 11 months is the height of my son, who's a little bit on the shorter side at almost a year and a half. And so they would stand up next to each other and my son would just pat his head and give him kisses on the head. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, where is this coming from? And it was like the cutest thing. And then her older daughter um, would be able to play and interact with him more. And she has this little, um, it's a trampoline that has the part where you like hold your hands on. So it's like Mm -hmm. the small indoor one. Oh my gosh. B-Man loved getting up there with her daughter and they would both hold on and she would jump (laughs) and he would just really try to jump. But it was the cutest thing. I was nervous. I was so nervous for the wedding because, you know, B-Man doesn't go to daycare. He doesn't get left with people a lot. So I was almost dreading leaving him because I was just so nervous that we wouldn't enjoy ourselves at the wedding, that one of us would have to come back. So they had this really cool party bus and we didn't go on it because we were like, well, just in case one of us has to run home, we'd rather have the vehicle there. And, you know, if it's not a big deal, but B-Man's just fussing a lot, one of us will go home and the other one can stay at the wedding and, you know, come home on the party bus. But he did excellent. I had one of my best friends watch him and, but he didn't even cry when I left. He was just excited. He did want to be held a little bit more Uh. than normal, but he played and hung out and he even like fell asleep on the couch. And just to have that night out and to have a friend that knows my worry and knows that this is like the first, actually it's the second time he's being left, but before he was at four months. So I wasn't really as worried about him crying all the time because at four months he was like, Hey, cool, whatever. I like people. Whereas Mm -hmm. now he has that separation and he hasn't seen Mel in a year, actually. So the fact that he was so good and that she she would send me pictures, she would update me. I didn't <laughs> feel weird texting her and being like, how's he doing? And that yeah. honestly just calmed me down so much. We had a great time. We were able to stay the whole entire wedding. And man, I, I can't say how excited and relieved I was. But really what made it, what made me so relieved was her. Like the way she knew that I would need that constant reassurance and it, I knew it didn't bug her. I knew I wasn't putting her out. And that really meant the difference between, you know, having a, an okay night and having a great night. Yeah. I was, wow. I was, I (laughs) was sad to come home. I mean, obviously I missed my mom. I mean, I was glad to come home, but you know, I was sad too, because I just, I miss all my friends. I miss being there with everybody and having friends with kids yep. to grow up with. And it was just so nice. Me and Jess got to sit on the couch and drink some wine and relax after the kids, you know, were getting ready for bed. And it was just so nice. Yep. I, I want that. <laughs> I know. I, I need that. I, I need someone by me that can help me out with that. I feel that. Like, it's so crazy how, like, we're in the same position, but yet, like, we have two different, like, scenarios. You know, like, we're military and I'm far from everybody. And I mean, you're not military, but you're far from everybody. You yeah. know, it's just like, 
crazy. And it's like, especially like your friends, like, you know, family, family is obviously family, but like your friends, especially like your best mm-hmm. friends are like people that, you know, like you obviously carry with you and, and you would see so much more often if you were with them. And yeah, I miss, I miss my best friends. And seeing their kids grow up so much. Yeah. And I would give anything to just have family and friends all in one location. In one place. Yes. yes. Wouldn't that be so nice? <laughs> Everyone talks about like, oh, I want to get out of here. I want to go spread my wings. I want to do that. And it's like, I get that. But if you have a good tight knit, you know, family or a tight knit relationship with a group of friends, that's going to change when you have kids because you're going to want to be there. You're going to want to be at that home base, at least for me. And it's definitely different if you don't have that tight knit community, but for those that do, it's like, man, you just, you miss it. Do you think one day you'll ever want to go back or you just planted here and this is where you want to be? Yeah. I I want to go back. Matt knows I want to go back. Matt wants to go back to his home, which he's from a completely different state. So you know, but I, I've told my mom, I'm going to be here for you for the long haul for as long as you are, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be here to yep. support you and you don't have to worry. Cause that was a big worry of hers, but, um, right. Yeah. You know, you have, you have time, you have time. I know you were really excited to be moving when Brent first got into the military and, kind of seeing the new sites and everything. Has that changed for you? Do you have a longing for home now? Or are you like, you know what? I'm no. around for this ride. Yeah, no, I I never miss home. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, never I like, I like, I miss it for like a minute, but like, I just value like our own, our own space. I, I miss the people, but I don't necessarily miss home. Like I love being able to, like go anywhere and not run into someone that I already know, you know, like I love, Mm. I love the fresh start somewhere. Like I hated when I, when we go visit home and it's like, Oh, I can't even go to the freaking grocery store without running into someone who like, Oh my God, like, Oh my gosh, that's so-and-so I don't want to see them. Like, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. And it's, and so like, Oh my God, that's what I love about home. (laughs) Yeah, see, I don't, I just, like, I, but I'm also, like, I have, like, my select friends, and, like, I don't, I'm not, like, a, oh, my gosh, hi, oh, my God, it's been, like, 10 years since I saw you last, like, how are you, like, I don't give a fuck, you know, I don't, so I'm not gonna pretend, and I will literally, like, glue my eyes to the ground before I let you see that I see you. You know, like, I just don't care to see you or talk to you. If I want to talk to you, it's because I still talk to you now. Like, I just, I don't know. And so, like, I mean, I miss, like I said, I miss home because of the people, but I don't miss home for the fact of we get to start fresh everywhere and meet new people and see new things at basically somebody else's expense, you know. But I don't know, for, like, recently, um, Brent has been going back and forth about getting out or staying in. And, um, he like, it's, it's him who has the hard time with leaving home. Like literally the moment we walk in the door from our four hour road trip, he just like instantly, like 
this whole shift happens and he's just like so like mopey around the house and i'm sad oh and it's so close too (laughs) i would give anything to be four hours (laughs) (laughs) and like i mean it's so it's so sad and and i'm like well i'm like you know I am not the reason why we are here. I am not the reason why we jump around. Uh, like, have a conversation with yourself. Like, I'm cool either way. You want to move back home? I guess we're going. But, like, you know, I'm cool. What do you What do you even do? Like, what do you do? Like, it, it's yeah. like it seems like it's just another move, but it's like not just another move. It's like a whole yeah. d- another life that. And like more it permanent is. life, like we're so used mm-hmm. to just like, oh, three years, like it's time's coming up. Like, where are we going now? Versus like, that's it. You are home based. And I mean, like, we don't have to be, but like pretty much you are. And I mean, like, he just, he is such a family guy. He's such like, if mm-hmm. like, if it were after him, he would literally probably be next door neighbors to his mom. And, you know, thankfully I have like the best in-laws in the world. And I really would not mind that at all. Um, like yeah. that's what he would do. And like, I'm all for it. And I love that. And so, I mean, I just, I, you know, I'm helping him support him and whatever he wants to do. And so yeah. we'll see if we're still a military family in 2025 or not. Yes. <laughs> For me, I mean, I moved out of my parents' house when I was 19, but I stayed in the area until I was almost 30. And then for the, you know, last eight years, I've been on the road, you know, different places. But for me, I had such a tight knit group of friends and I was so close with my family, or at least my parents at that point that leaving was so hard for me, like going to Raleigh when I first moved to knowing nobody. And just, I I worked all the time. I was gone all the time. I was traveling all the time. You moved there alone? With Matt. With Matt. Okay. Was that the house that that we visited and whenever we were there? Okay. Yeah, that was a cute house. We had so many people there that you slept in my garage. (laughs) It was a great gig, okay? I'm nocturnal, and that was awesome. We did not even know what the fuck time it was at any point, and it was great. It was, it was so thankful. I mean, it was carpeted, so it wasn't so weird, and it was winter in North Carolina. Yeah, it was great. So, but It felt awesome in there. Uh, I, I was thankful because between, you know, my parents had come, um, my brother and his wife and the kids, and then you and Brent, and... I was like, oh, where am I going to put them? And I'm like, I bet they don't want to sit in the living room. Like, so I offered the living room, but I'm like, you can either have the living room or the garage, you know, it's up to you. And, um, but it was so hard for me that first year I had friends come up and visit me because I had been on temporary duty assignments for 11 months straight month after month. I'd be gone for about 10 days each month and Matt and I worked opposite shifts and you know we had our dog Gunner at the time but that's all we had and it was just it it was a rough transition um but Mm -hmm. we made some good friends there and my friends from home luckily came up and surprised me but man I was on Bumble like for friends that female version of Bumble. <laughs> I was looking oh for- Oh my God, did it work? Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Oh. 
two really great um, female friends and, you know, I, I do miss them. They actually moved to one was a military uh, wife. Oh, really? So I ended up getting a good group of friends between work and the people I met. But yeah, I was on friend finding apps and meetups and everything I could. Yeah, I was, I was going crazy. I'm such a social person. Like I enjoy my, my, me time, but I was such a social person that, um, I just needed friends. I started my Etsy shop and tried to go out and meet people and at least get like a good foundation of people that I could call up and be like, Hey, let's go for lunch or whatnot. Because, you know, Matt and I working those opposite schedules was really tough. And, but I do find it funny how different we are because like moving for me was hard. And although it was great to come back to family, you know, my family's obviously not complete anymore. My dad passed. So it's more bittersweet to be here, but a part of me will always be back home, um, with this amazing friend group that I have that I've not been able to find anywhere else that I moved to. These are just like some, some great people. And although I've met a lot of great people down here, um, it's just, it's not the same as people that you've grown up with for 15 years or 20 years. And you know, a few of them, few of them, even 30 years. (laughs) Um, so it's the history. It is. It's always the people, man. The people will make or break wherever I am because I am such a social person. Yep. You know, I I know, especially for guys, I find it's harder for them to make friends. Like most of their friends come from work. I feel like. Yes. You got that right. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's up to me to find friends that not only... And and now it adds another layer to what you and I were talking about. You know, you're trying to find mom friends that have kids. They're cool and you like them. But here's the added layer. Do their husbands get along? Like, does their husband get along with your husband? Will they mesh? Will they hang out? And it's like, I find friends that their husbands and my husbands are like best friends. They're even better friends than I am with my friend. Or... Yeah. You know, I'm really good friends with someone, but you know, my husband's nice and they, they hang out, but they just don't click. Like they just don't have that it factor where they're shooting the shit and just having a great time. And, you know, man, it's like, why is this so complicated? Once you like, you know, you, we talk about finding like the unicorn mom, but like when you find like the unicorn family, like that's even crazier. That's the holy grail. That's you and I, yeah, all right, it this, is. this is our mission. We have a mission, okay? There is seven months left in this year. Oh my gosh. Do you want to do a year from now or seven months? At the end of the year, we recap to see how our quest has gone for the unicorn family. Uh, Do the end of the year. Do the end of the year. Okay. Seven months from now. So our mission, you and I, is to try to find a unicorn family for our family to hang out with. Does it, do I have to start fresh? Because I think I already found one. Yeah, start you fresh. have to start fresh. That's no start fair. Fresh. Sorry, sorry, Jessica uh, Paisley and John. Uh, I do apologize. I'm so 
Right, but that's cheating that she already has one. <laughs> you, they just came you over. You guys count and you guys matter, but I'm making her find another one. Um, like, like they just came no over worry. yesterday. Was it yesterday morning? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, they came over yesterday morning, and we were just like all hanging. That's <laughs> so fun, man. That's my friends back <laughs> home. Yeah. See, do you like do big groups not make you nervous? Like big groups no. like that get so they get so fucking fucked over in my like in my realm. Somebody always fucking fucks it up, and it's just like and then it just like it's sour. Like it's so sour. So like big groups always are like, oh, that's a no for me. Like I've been there, done that. No, thank you. And so like when there's like a big established group, I literally turn the other way. Like, no, see, we. <laughs> Um, our group is known for taking in strays, as I like to call it. <laughs> but then what happens if, if they are a fucking bitch or they are fucking wackadoodle? And then what happens? You, gotta you just realize hold on to them anyways? That, no. Well, yes. So just like a family, we all love each other. All of us. Literally, there's something in there. We might hate how you're acting just like a sibling, <laughs> But we love you. Now you have to realize that this friend group has been together for the better part of a decade. So even though it's just like people growing, people do grow and people do change and people go through hard times and they go through hard years and they go through bitchy phases and they go through, you know, bad breakups or Everyone has that. We all go through those phases, but the beauty of this type of friend group, and apparently it's the unicorn friend group because everyone tells me I will never find this anywhere else, is even if there's someone in the group that's acting bitchy or a guy acting stupid or whatever, we're still going to invite you. We're still going to love and support you. We're still going to wait for you to come back into the fold you know, we understand that you're going through something and that's happened. It's happened several times where someone in the group, you know, went through a tough time or made some bad decisions or went through a bitchy phase or a, I don't know who I am phase. And, you know, we're just there for them. We're there for them like a family. And when they get their shit together and come back in, you know, there's some of us that are closer than others with people in the group and the people that are closest, it's, it's your duty to be like, Hey, this isn't you, you know, but to also support them. And then when they come back, you're just, you kind of laugh about it. Like that really wasn't fucking you or yeah. You remember that year you were super bitchy. (laughs) Like we don't even get to that point. Like the groups that like have been there, like, like we don't even get to that. We don't even make it like, a few months of like being around each other before someone is talking about fucking Susie Q and the way that her fucking house looks or the fucking shit that she has hanging on the wall. We cut them out. We cut them out. We've had a few of those that we've just had to write off the wall and say, go. like you are a long hauler. Right. Right. So yeah, I just haven't found, yeah, the unicorn group, which is that you have that no one else is ever going to find. Yeah. That shit. Like, that's why I like, I think because of my experiences of like the groups and like, yeah. remember that, that bachelor thing that I went to, like those women were nice. Yes. They were great. And, but I'm like, oh gosh, they have like a group of five here. Like this seems like a little bit much for me. And so I'm like, Ooh, here I go to the left, like out the door I go. And like, you know, nothing against them. They're so nice. 
you gotta give it a try and I it's just like I don't know I don't know what it is I just like because I said like you know I've been burned and I just and it's just like I just like is it even worth it? And then I'm like, you know, I already have my friends that are not even in in front of me that need my attention that I talk to. And then it's like, then when I have like more than like one friend who's in front of me here, it's like, I can't even juggle all these fucking bitches. Okay. And then I'm like, so overwhelmed. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I haven't answered you in like three fucking weeks. I'm sorry. I love you so much. And then I burned this bridge because I pissed this person off. It's just like so overwhelming. So I'm like, that's why I say when I find my one friend, I'm good. Like just one is great. And that's okay. but I'm, but I would love to be a part of a group is what I'm getting at. You know, I would, yeah. I really would like, it's cause it's cool. You know, you have like that. Oh, like, let's all go hang out together. But then like, I don't know, maybe like in high school, it was like the same way. Like, you know, when I was cheerleading and then like, you had like that group over there that, you know, like they look fun to hang out with and like, you just, maybe I got burned then. I don't know. <laughs> um, I know that Brent has to get to a softball game and we are nearing the end of our time. But it has been great just shooting the shit with you. Hopefully our listeners liked a little bit more of our low-key conversations and our catch-ups. And we'll be back next week with our more focused episodes. Um, I'm trying to reach out. I know we wanted to do our Double D episodes, so I was talking (laughs) to Jess about... Uh, when when would be good this week or next week to record that? So I'll get with yeah. you on that. Okay. Um, and our listeners can look forward to that sometime at the end of this month. But it's been great chatting with you and catching up. Yes, you too. I'm sure in another few months, we'll have another shoot the shit episode where we just kind of bring you into the fold of our lives and our thoughts But thank you for listening to us. And if you like what you're listening to, please like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Bye.